What's poppin', Vision Beauties? It's your girl, Shar, and you are listening to the GIV Podcast. Yes, y'all. And so this segment, this episode three, I had the pleasure of having great conversation with my boy, Anthony Russell. So thank you, Anthony, for popping in GIGV Podcast. You were great. Um, Unfortunately, our mic wasn't, and so there was a few hiccups along the way. So bear with your girl. She's going to get it right because this is Get It Girl Vision. So stay connected. Keep it locked. Hello. <laughs> it's Mr. Anthony Russell in the house. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Thank you, for, Thank you for coming. So welcome to GITV Get a Girl Visions podcast with your girl host, Shar. And I have a special guest, y'all. It is Mr. Anthony Russell, like I said. And um, he is a father and strong advocate for other fathers. So without further ado, let's ex- just talk to the people, Mr. Anthony. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, so I went blank for a second. <laughs> you nervous? Don't be nervous, okay? It's not me. It's, it's, I don't know what happened. It wasn't me. It just went blank. <laughs> okay. So let me um, make sure everything is. Are you there? Because I just lost the connection. You're connected. Okay, cool. So me. I know <laughs> technology people. We're in a pandemic. Okay. We're good. So um, I want you to talk to the the viewers, um, the listeners, um, to be correct. Um, because first of all, I just want to let you know that I love the relationship that you have with your daughter. It's an amazing um, outlook. Just I just love watching you. Um, I don't see you often, but I do know that you're very hands-on with your daughter. And a lot of fathers are not. And then there are fathers that are. So you strongly believe in advocacy for the rights of dads out there. So could you explain what you do out there um, and what you've been experiencing as a father? Uh, sure. Well, I, as I said, I advocate for single fathers and their rights in court and custody. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a lawyer, so I just want to get that off the top. I just give advice because <laughs> I don't want anyone coming <laughs> to this, you know? So, yeah, I'm yeah. not a lawyer, but I'm happy to share <clears throat> my experiences with fathers pertaining to the court system and what I experienced and any advice or any information I can I have or to share with mm-hmm. fathers. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and so you, you tend to get, like, a lot of information and you do, like, little quotes and stuff like that. For dads, but what is your experience without really, you know, talking ill about your baby mom or whatever like that? But what do you do for fathers, or what do you, what have you been experienced as a, a father who doesn't live with their child? Like, 
what type of hiccups have you been going through for you to advocate for others? Um, dealing with the other party. That mm-hmm. is like one of the, the main issues. I mean, if you have a healthy relationship with the other party, then everything will be fine. But if the other party makes things difficult for you, then you're you're in for a ride. And the court yeah. system is no better. Um, I will say that the court systems were a lot worse back in the day. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit better now, but they're still biased for men. You get sorry, biased towards men. Mm-hmm. Um, it also depends on the judge that you have too. I mean, if you have a good judge, then it should be a little bit better. But the system itself needs an overhaul, um, a long overhaul. There's a lot of issues in the system that are for women. <clears throat> yeah. For um, yeah. So the the whole system needs to be taken down. Fro the family responsibility office that needs to be taken down and rebuilt. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, like you, you, you just need to have a healthy relationship with the other party, and it makes it, some, it makes it difficult when you do. And I don't mean to interject, but I myself, I'm a single mom, and at once upon a time, I I felt that we, me and you know my ex husband, had a, a healthy relationship with each other, but certain things get in the way, and then. What do you do when this triangulation starts? Like, say, for instance, you know, the other half starts talking bad about the other person. So say, for instance, you know, baby dad's talking bad about the mom and then the child gets affected. What would you say to your child if your child comes to you and says, you know, mom's been saying this about you, whatnot? what would you say and you know that it's not true or it may have been true but you don't want your daughter really involved what would you say to her i would would say um we both love you um i'm not sure what the other party was talking about but maybe she was just being silly or she didn't know i wouldn't give the child too much information right and just say you know maybe mom was just being silly or she had a rough day I wouldn't talk ill about the other parent who was a child because that doesn't help the situation anyway um anyway yeah like I know I've been guilty like for instance um my son's older and so I may have said stuff when he was younger and he never caught on or maybe he did but he never you know shed his opinion but I would say I've said your dad's an idiot (laughs) Right, <laughs> <And> <laughs> you know what I mean. But it's yeah. in my head because really, that's how I feel. <laughs> I, I get feel, it. You know, it's I'm it. human, I get it. and especially if they're not communicating with you, and you just like you know, you had enough of that person, and you just you know, you just said it by default. You're just like you know, your dad's an idiot. You know, your dad's an idiot, and the ch- my son will be like, no, he's not, and it I, and he checked me by saying no, he's not. So I feel it. And I feel like a lot of fathers too, I feel like there's always a stigma where just because when you're not together, you should be enemies. And I feel like I want to take that away, but sometimes the other half makes it so, so hard. You know what I mean? Especially if, you know, you're dating again, right? And then 
they know that you're dating and it's serious and that person's coming in the house now so their ego's up and they're flipping because they're like how dare him or her have another person meanwhile your life has to move forward right so I get it. so for me it's really really hard to oh my god my background is a mess you hear like us anyways <laughs> don't worry about the background okay people but um <laughs> but um yeah it's just like a very very hard situation sometimes so i like the fact that you are strong and animate and you're very positive no matter what's going on you're still so so positive with your daughter so any tips to fathers um trying to like work things out with their mom their baby mom or whatnot I would first say um regarding covid um for any father who's having any issues with the other party in terms of access mm-hmm. the other party cannot deny your access I'm at, you can find all, all this information on the toronto.ca website and you can just google uh covid co-parenting child custody oh and I put it on Instagram as well um you're supposed to keep up with the same kind of routine that you had in terms of with your custody order okay so the other people cannot withhold the child from you because okay. of covid as long as you're maintaining safety and you're washing hands wearing your mask etc mm-hmm. the other party cannot withhold the child from you oh that is so so good 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 information even for myself too because for me um I know my son's father, he went away during the COVID. So I was just like, no, you can't come here because, you know, you just came away. You need to be in quarantine. I don't even know if he did. I don't want to get him in trouble. I but I mean, everyone's worried about it, but you also have to, it's what's best for the child, right? Yes, yeah. For myself, the other party told me that I wouldn't be able to see my daughter until this was over. And that what? was last year. March and they said I laughed so I said actually we have a custody agreement and COVID does not is not in it acts of God doesn't cover it so you can't tell me yeah I'm not seeing my child as long as I'm maintaining safety and I found this information on the toronto.ca website so I shared it with other people too just in case others are having yeah this is good information this is actually very vital because I feel there's a lot a lot of um issues when it comes to custody battles especially during this time and the fear of getting COVID and it's understandable but to know your rights is so so important so repeat that information again for the viewers and then yeah pushing it Go on Google, uh, type in child custody sharing in Toronto or just type in toronto.ca slash sharing child custody and it should come up Amazing. there's a COVID fact sheet and all the tips for parents regarding maintaining custody and uh, your court order, what you should do, what you should not do regarding COVID. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing too, I just want to also recommend any father who does not have a custody agreement to get one. Don't stick on that because that will protect you. I know that mm-hmm. a lot of men feel like the courts are geared for women, which sadly, yes, some things are geared for women and uh, mothers, but you need something to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not a lawyer, but something you need to have something in place to protect yourself and protect your rights. So you have your access to your 
children. Mm-hmm. And what if there's some fathers who don't even care? And they don't even care to see your child. What What do you say for a mom, though, that really wants their child to, you know, be there, be around their father and the father just, like, gives you money but doesn't really care to have that physical experience with their child or or anything like that? Like, what would you say to a father? A, it's sad. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, fathers are like that. Um... I don't, I, there's no excuse for it. So, I mean, for the mother, I suggest that you do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You put into the best way that you can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unfortunate that some fathers treat their children like jackets. You know, you just yeah. Wear whenever you want. So, yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't promote that. I only talk to active fathers. Yes. Active men who are in their children's lives. Awesome. I don't deal with deadbeat fathers. That there you go. You said it. Then be blood clot father. <laughs> but I, I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of parameters too. Like sometimes the man wants to be in the child's life, and the mother makes it so hard. Yeah. The guy, you know what? Forget it. You don't want me in the child's life. I'm done. Fine. But I don't it's, even understand that when a woman does that because it's like, don't you want to break? Like I feel like. I would <laughs> let my son go to his dad. Like, go, 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 go. Because as a mom, it's like you always hear your your name, mom, 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 like 50 times. Mom, can I have this? Mom, can I have that? Mom, can I? It's not, it's part of our role as a mother. That's our job. We have to be there for our child. But sometimes a break and letting the father know how hard it is to be a single mother shift your child over to the father and let them have that time with their child spend the time with the child get to know the child and see what roles and responsibilities that we have on a daily and that's not even measure up because sometimes kids they act differently with their other parent right so i really don't understand i really don't understand why moms hold their child hostage for them not to see that but want some money i don't even care about the money i'd rather you build a relationship and teach my son to be a, a man you know what i mean so right. well you know what it's um i saw someone say this and it's very true the hate the, the person has for the other party is stronger for the love for the child Ooh, that's deep yeah and it's true i mean if you certain situations um it's it's true i mean that, that they take it out on the child yeah and the malice that you have for the other party you is stronger than for the love of the child you know so it's just unfortunate how things are but mm-hmm. we like to advocate for single fathers and their rights pertaining to court yep that's sad but enough of this sad story because it is a sad situation but you are uplifting others so i congratulate you for that Mm -hmm. anthony but i do want to know are you dating yes i am you're dating so dating in the pandemic how is that like um i'm not i'm acting kind of like how is that but i was dating but you know not anymore i have somebody but for you dating in the pandemic it's rough i mean it is what it is you have to make the best of a situation um mm-hmm. it all depends on what the other person's comfortable with like i mean 
if you're up to going for a walk outside and that's pretty much it that's all you can do wearing your mask on and stuff <laughs> yeah wear your mask and sanitize or whatever but yeah there's not a lot you can do like how much video calls are you going to do yeah and having in september october you're going to do that from from now till then so we we're human we want human interaction we want to be able to see someone yeah so walking i mean that's i mean if you want to go on a walmart date and (laughs) (laughs) a walmart date for real though yo for real though it is so difficult and i can't even like go there i know for me when i was just dating in the beginning stages it was hard and it was like you couldn't you didn't even want them coming over because you they were working they were essential and you're not you're non-essential so you're at home and they're working on the street corner you know and it was just like a mess so it was very difficult and i found myself um being more I guess having so much time on my hand that I over was overthinking and it caused issues. Yeah. So with dating women now, like, do you see, like, you're not just dating one person, right? You Are you dating different, multiple people where you see the difference between uh, a girl and you don't know if you want this girl or that girl? Like, how is your dating um, situation though? I would only date one person. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't, I don't like dating multiple women. It's just gone very expensive. Why? <laughs> just be very yeah, okay. very expensive. <laughs> um, it's, it's. You, I can know within like the first conversation whether this, this is gonna go somewhere or not. Okay. So just asking like. Um, key questions like what are you what are your intentions what do you bring to the table and he says Mm -hmm. i am the table and walking away that's just not even i'm not even engaging there's no more conversation there's nothing if she says something perfect like that then done thank you yeah i am so would you ever ask the girl rate herself and if so Uh, and if she said i'm a 10 what would you say (laughs) <laughs> that's like a load of questions <laughs> I don't know because there's the truth yes and then there's the truth no so I don't know I mean it depends like if you really want to hurt someone's feelings and be straight up with them and people can't know the truth especially women in terms of looks and their body and weight and but yeah I feel like with rating it would be or even if you kept it in your mind and you didn't tell her, yeah, and rating her, her is not helping her either because she's gonna walk around and act like she is something that she's not. Right. So then, how would you talk to a girl and tell her, you know, tone down your attitude, or say, for instance, you know, you really like a girl and you're dating her, but for some reason she has a bit of baggage. So say, for instance, she had. Um, issues in her um, <clears throat> past relationship and you really want to stop the dating stage and have her exclusive like be her like you guys are not dating anymore you're in a relationship but you're skeptical because she has a bit of weight on her 
in terms of baggage, not size. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what would you tell her before you even pop the question, like, I want you to be my girl? I would ask her if she's gone to any, uh, had any therapy or um, mm-hmm. talked about her issues. Because you need to think of it long term. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be with this person, she has issues. And those issues are not go yeah. away. They can also manifest into other ways. Like, say, long term, she has your child. Issues never were resolved. She now could bring in those. Plus, she's a mother now, so you can't even like stop talking to her. So I recommend that you know you have that conversation with her, and you need to put out for yourself that those issues something that you can work with with her. If it's not too heavy, Mm -hmm. you need to figure out whether you want to be in that with her or, or not. Yeah. So my next question is like, how long do you date though? Like, how long do you? Because sometimes things can go fast. Some sometimes things can go really slow. So like, how long do you date a person before you can say, okay, they're your actual woman? Because I don't feel for me, I feel like it's a little different in this era right now. And on top of it, we're in a pandemic. So, like, how do you know that she's the one? You know what I mean? Like, for you, for you to say that, yeah, you know, I'm going to quit this dating thing and have her as my woman to soon be a wife one day. Good question. Um, I wouldn't say there's a time limit of how long to date because you should be taking things slow. Um, mm-hmm. But how slow? Like four no, years slow. Four years slow, but you need to take your time, and men need to really vet these women, and that's the problem. You're not vetting these women. Right. You've seen the fat ass, you've seen the body and the smile, and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, I want her, and then she's she's not for you. So you really need to take yeah. your time and really, really vet these women. Um, she has good family, good uh, relationship with her parents. Um, check her mm-hmm. friends too um, yeah. how she, she can have a conversation if she has good home values stuff like that but I wouldn't think mm-hmm. of the time limit mm-hmm. just take it slow and see if, she, if there's these check marks and there's red flags and you see what these red flags are and, and mm-hmm. see whether or not you're willing to work through her with her those are good tips because you hear that ladies because a lot of times we women we we're so closed off and we tend to give our best in the beginning i mean if you're authentically being you then you know hey that's great but sometimes it's like you started dating someone and you are not giving them your all and same with men because you may not want to pass gas around her (laughs) You know what I mean? And burp or any kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Because you're so cool. Like, in your house, you can do whatever spot you ask. But when you're with her, it's a different story. It's almost like... um, I remember even, like, once before I knew that things were dwindling down in a relationship, I would look through all the messages from the beginning so you know when you're courting someone the messages are phenomenal it's like hey beautiful hey sexy hey, hey da, 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 right hey good morning hey, yeah yeah yeah. Nah. yeah how many times as a woman and how many messages are you gonna get from different guys hey beautiful good morning no cut that out 
<laughs> so you're telling you telling these dudes right now to cut out the good morning messages. Yeah, because if she's talking to you, God knows how many other guys she's talking to. So let's say there's five plus you. Every message, good morning, hey beautiful, how's your day? Thinking about <laughs> cut it out, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically what do you do? So you don't give any girls good morning messages not on a consistent basis like that like i would say what's okay. going on how's your day whatever but i'm just not going to be every morning hey good morning thinking about you smiley face <laughs> no no <laughs> and there's some women who compare so say for instance a woman because i always tell women to date more than one guy for a while but not sleep with them just date date until you find this you you, I guess, choose the right one. <laughs> We're gonna sidebar um, that because I have. Okay, continue, continue. <laughs> but a lot of times, us women, we tend to choose the wrong one. Like because of that, that's what I'm trying to say. So, for instance, you know, you think the right one is the one that's you know saying all the great things in the morning. So you choose that one. Meanwhile, the guy like you who don't, who's not consistent gets backlash so how do you feel about that in terms of what you were talking about in terms of dating multiple guys and finding which one yeah. is the best right yeah it's called yeah. hypergamy it's hypergamy. called what hypergamy okay we're learning new words here <laughs> hello so hypergamy hypergamy men do it a little bit but mm -hmm. i feel like women do it a lot more just because women are always looking for that person that will provide and prote protect and who has the best so the definition is a custom that forbids a woman to marry a man of lower social status so we'll use kim k for example when she first started right. out, she was with Ray J. She did the video. Then she was with, uh, I can't remember, I think it was Reggie Bush, the football player. I'm not sure. Like, she was with a football player. Yeah. And she was with a um, yeah. guy who plays ball. I can't remember his name right now. He's mixed. But she yeah. And then yeah, yeah, now yeah, she's with Kanye. And now she's going to leave Kanye because there's no point being with him anymore. Like, she's gained all the resources that she's got gotten from him. Now, now she's supposedly with that anchor dude what's his name again uh, he's on CNN oh gosh and they working together I can't remember I don't know name, I don't so. heard that but, but the point is like women yeah. tend to talk to men that will elevate them in terms of their social status money fame whatever have you and they keep doing that Mm -hmm. So it's just funny that you, you tell mm -hmm. your, your friends to do that. It was there's a term for it. Well, I feel that it's important to date people who are, you are connected to. It's not just about you know um, being with someone. For me, I've always had issues with dating with men who are like injured birds who are always needed to help and that's kind of like how a lot of women are so now we're so uplifted that we're like you know what enough is enough we need to date with people that have something to show There's for it and not having but when you're mm -hmm. a person okay. for money or social status that's the problem 
and other women doing that. Yeah. So they'll talk to the one guy who's mm-hmm. making let's say fifty thousand, and then she's still dating, and then she's talking to another guy who's making seventy thousand, who's more in the scene. Then she meets another guy who makes a hundred thousand, who's has more connected in the scene, and she keeps doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Over and over, and then leaving them, and they're like, okay. So I guess that's why you use Kim K because she's leaving Mr. Yeah. Kanye, whatever. Yeah. But he has really, a lot of issues, and I think she's sickness and health death to his part. Yeah, yeah with four children. Yeah, and four kids. I, I <laughs> he has mental health yeah. issues, but this is what she, who she married. Yeah, and he had it from the get go, but that was like a red flag. But no, because he's Kanye West, and he had name and, and status, and so she went with him. Yeah. Has some kids, uh-huh. and now that she's divorced, and it's going to be. A shit show. Oh yeah, she. Oh yeah. yeah. If he doesn't have a prenup, oh yeah, no. Oh, I hope it works out for him. Yeah. Um, I hope so too, but I feel like he's gonna go down under because he does have a mental illness. So I feel bad, but um, I do know that she is. The rumors are that he's she's seeing the. Van, Van, oh my god, what's his name? He's on CNN. Van, uh, he wears the glasses, the black ball head dude oh, guy. I know who you're talking about. man. I know who you're talking about. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they work together. Because you see, she's doing a lot of great things. Like, mm-hmm. when it comes to the... She wants to a, yes, she wants to be a lawyer. So she is in school, True. right? So her... So her whole outlook in life is a little bit different. And I actually respect her now. Before, I wasn't respecting her um, just because. But I'm seeing the good in her. Really, I am. Uh, just by her advocating for a lot of the people that are in jails and stuff like that and getting them out on time. And she, she's doing a lot of advocacy work. And she's doing it with him and apparently they're falling for each other so those are the rumors (laughs) yeah so i'm like spilling the tea a little but yeah that's what's going on so you taught me hyper who hypergamy okay (laughs) okay (laughs) i learned something new from you anthony (laughs) so yeah so the dating you're saying in the pandemic it's kind of like up in the air so you are dating someone exclusive and you're just getting to know that person and you're saying that you have to take your time but how long because i really want to know like how long because for me if i'm dating someone i want to at least be your girlfriend in the next within four months i don't want to be dating you four months five months six like that's a nah. So is that an in thing where guys are just dating for four months, they're having sex and being attacked? Because for me, if I'm sexing you, you're my man. Okay. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it is for me, right? <laughs> you're okay, my man. So, <laughs> and I think a lot of women So let me ask like you a question. That. What's the difference between dating and in a relationship in terms of besides the title? Because it sounds like you just want the title. What's the difference? 
the dating is all exclusive like the dating is not exclusive the dating is like i should be dating this you can date this person you can date that person you're taking it slow as hell when you are dating you go to dating to in a relationship that's exclusive that's that's something that you are not allowed to be dating anymore like it's done get what i'm trying to say with you you date only one at a time so I don't know what terms of agreement you have with the other girl, but for me, dating is I'm dating this person and that, like like we talked about. Am I wrong to do that or? Because it's not really the title. That's just how I'm old school, so I don't know. Like this is a new thing, man. Like I feel like <laughs> back in the day, you date someone for a couple weeks, then you become my boyfriend. Yeah, and, and that's how I roll. So I don't know any of that long-term dating this is why i also said like vetting women so <laughs> i don't have a timeline to say okay when we reach this mark i'm gonna stop dating and now you're gonna be my girl like go with the flow and make it organic that's also why i said to you is it okay. you just want the title because most women just want the title to say okay yeah i'm i'm his girl and just like in marriage like mar- women want to be married they just want the the wedding they don't want to be married no, that's not true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know. I don't really care about the wedding part. I just want the commitment. The commitment is oh, so so important. Right like, divorce skyrocket. Yeah. Well, even more exactly. now because like of the it pandemic. It was going up before COVID, but now because of COVID, there's so many divorces. People are breaking up. Why? If you're like. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of physical abuse too. There's a lot of women getting beat up because they've never really lived with the man. The man's not going to their mistress, right? So it's like that time with their wives now. It's like they're frustrated, so they're beating their wives, and so wives are calling it off, like saying, "Yo, I don't like this," and they're I'm getting a divorce. There's a lot right, of. But I'm also going to advocate for men because men get abused as well. The only difference is that they do not yes, report I do know it. That. It could be, it could be Talk about physical, it. Yeah. verbal, like whatever. Men get abused. Yeah. So let's just yeah. not just say that it's only women because men have that same problem as well. It's just they don't report it. Like if I were to go to the, the police and say, You're yeah, right. my woman is hitting me, they're going to laugh at me and tell me to get out, wasting their time. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I do know some. I do do know someone that gets abused and even like they're, it's, they're dating out of their race, right? And so that person is basically calling them a black this and a black that. And if, you know, she found out that he was talking to a black woman, oh, you're talking to a black bitch. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. she's not black. So for that, that really gets to me because <clears throat> it's serious abuse and it's also like very... It's, it's a toxic behavior that a lot of um, relationships may have in a non, a different race. Get it? So if that, if their girlfriend is white or Filipino, I find a lot of times the they pull that race card or their race, um, they, they basically, what I'm trying to say is a lot of them, when they do decide to go to the police they're crying out oh he beat me and they will believe the white woman or 
the Filipino girl over the black man. You mm-hmm. get what I'm trying to say? Because we are technically abusers to the society, but which is not true. So I've had that happen to a friend of mine where he is a big dude, but he doesn't touch the woman. And when the police come, because she's hitting him, throwing stuff, she even threw a knife at him. And then when the police came, it was a different story. She was on the floor saying that he, like this right there pisses me off. You know what I mean? So like, if you were in a, in, a, in, in something like that, what and how you would you away. get out of that? Simple, you walk and away. Would- um, there's no excuse for that. Like you just always little signs and it always escalates. So when you see the little red flags, you need to walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's trickier when you have children, mm-hmm. but you still need to walk away. Um, even get a restraining order, start to paper trail them. They say this person has a history of violence towards me. Um, yeah. But what if a guy doesn't even recognize that they're being abused? Because a lot of guys, and it's the same thing what you said, like a lot of guys, they don't look at it as abuse. Like it's so toxic that it's embedded in them that they don't realize that it's a toxic relationship. And so what would you, even though you say walk away, but an advice you would give a guy, like say it's your friend and you see that his girl is abusing him physically, mentally, and he's not doing something about it. What would you tell him in order tell to- Tell me he's crazy. Out? Like it's clearly, clearly abuse. Like <laughs> maybe show him like the definition of like uh, abuse in t- towards men, uh, whether it be verbal or physical. Mm-hmm. So women love to talk. And that's what the problem is. Like women love will yeah. talk, 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 and to get to that man to that point. And unfortunately, if the man raises his hand and the women, then they cry, cry wolf. You know, like they're like, I can't believe you hit me. I can't believe this. And then they go to the police and say, Yeah, he hit me. Yeah. But what if he doesn't hit her? He what he does is go and cheat on her, and that matter. makes it worse. So, for instance, she was always a. It don't matter, but it makes it worse because now, okay, so they're married and say they're gonna get divorced. She can take him for alimony so because of him cheating. Because he, she has. Yeah. That's why yeah. men, I. But it's too late because it would benefit. There is no benefit for men to get married, and if there is, please tell me. Because the way that men are being <laughs> in court. <laughs> It's terrible. Like, yeah, a lot of men don't realize like child support, child custody, alimony, spousal support are all different things. Women tend to get all Mm -hmm. those things. Mm -hmm. So I ask you. So you said you were you were uh, previously married, right? What benefit Mm -hmm. is there for a man to be married? He got off no, no, no. Scott Street because I wasn't a vindictive woman. I'll ask you. <laughs> for, for our our situation was a little different, you know. Like, um, we got married. We did love each other, but we got married. I think more for him. He got married more because he needed to stay in this country. And then, I mean, because we knew each other, we were together. And he got deported, and I was just like, oh, no, I can't lose you. And he, it's not like he wanted to get married, but it was like, I can't lose you. We need to get married. And we got married, and we stayed married for a very, very long time. But we had no business being married because we really 
didn't God, we loved each other but we couldn't get along and I feel like it's so important to have a connection and get along with someone like if I said the, the sky is blue he's telling me it's purple and it became an argument like we just never meshed well so for him his be- there was no benefit towards both of us at all like I know better now to if I ever get married again that you best believe I gotta do it better this time knowing this person um Love is love doesn't really matter. You really need to like the person. Love you can love someone, but you don't like them is a is a different situation. You know what I mean? Like you don't like how they they act around their friends. They don't love their mother. Like all these things are red flags that a woman needs to see before she even says yes, I do. And a lot of times we get the ring over the side. I said to you that when they want the wedding, they don't want to be married. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. But that's a young, that's a young girl as an adult. Like when you get older, you know what you want, right? When you're young, it's like the fairy tale thing. They need to really stop pushing that fairy tale stuff in our daughter's heads because it really plays with our, our emotions, our lifestyle, everything. Like we just want to be a princess and nothing wrong with being a princess, but do you have princess qualities? Because once you get into that relationship, are you really going to be submissive and do everything what he says? Us women, are we're really yeah, strong, we, you know. We, like, we think it's are we really going to do that? And is our man, really, yeah, and is our man really going to be our prince or our king? Like, is he going to just sit at home and watch football all day and not do shit in the house? I think some women like, have the mindset like, of they're just going to get married and do nothing. And a man's gonna go home, go out and work, and the woman's just gonna stay home and do nothing, take care of the kid. No, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. I will. I wanna. I want. I would love. Yeah, that's the princess mentality. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I don't know if I could be a housewife, but I would wanna like work from home, have my business, and have my man work and whatever, whatever. But. To be perfectly honest, being a princess, that's that's boring. Like, want, and for that. That. <laughs> I said some women want what, that and are looking for that and expect that. So uh no, it's definitely not. Yeah. And that's some that's a conversation that you should have in the beginning. So I guess I I hear when you talk about, you know, taking it slow while dating, but I mean what is slow? If we go back to that, like, because I know I had a friend who was dating someone and um, she wanted all that princess life and that person didn't. And it was very disappointing to see that they broke up, right? But it's better to break up um, within that time because if they had stayed longer, then they would really, really get hurt. Like, one of them would be more mm-hmm. hurt than the other. You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? So, it's always There's good to, like, let go. a relationship where everything is mm-hmm. bliss. The other person can do any wrong. And then when the honeymoon phase is over, it's when you see someone's true colors. So, that's why I said you take things slow. And yeah. also, sidebar for that, men need to, when they're vetting, need to see what a woman looks like without makeup. Because it's... <laughs> night and <in the> night. <laughs> Here and like, whoa, when you take off the makeup, like, wow, oh. oh my god, the hair, the makeup, the 
whatever waist trainer she has on, push up, her bum to make it look like she has a bum. Just when base, just you want to see someone for their base self and then make judgment from there. You actually see, I don't know because I'm, I don't know. When I hear guys talk about that, I'm like, for real, like, like, when I you, just, like, yo, I just don't get you look it. totally different. And they get upset, like, oh, no, no, it's, what are you talking about? No, no, no you to- totally different. And you with the filters, too, and the deer ears, and little freckles. No, take base yeah. self. I need to see your base self first, then. Take it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I remember a guy did that to me too because I guess that's the, the anxiety that you have in a relationship because you really don't know if that person is real. You know, they, they seem real, they look beautiful in all their photos. So I got offended when a guy did that to me because to me, like, I've had people say, you know, you look better without mm. makeup. And I don't wear a lot, right? But it, it's like, they just kind of like, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say makeup is bad. I'm not saying makeup is bad. But something. when it's layered and the contouring, I think it's called, and it's just layers yeah. under layers and like the face, it's a different skin tone. But it's still not fair. It's still it's not, not fair. What you look like. Because looking, okay. No, but Kiki Palmer is an example. She has PCO, which I've had, and I understand her because she's young. I have that. It's like a hormonal imbalance. And her face has a lot of the marks from the pimples, the acne that she keeps getting, and it just leaves marks due to pigmentation and, you know, our melanin, right? So she asked the public, you know, help me. And she came out of her skin, really, literally, because... She's a beautiful girl and you know and she was brave to do that and I commend her for it because honestly I had a face like that and I worked really hard to get those things done I didn't use bleaching or anything I guess my skin it just as I got older it, it, it by the grace of God I don't have that skin thank you Jesus <laughs> but and I'm not saying that it's a bad but I get it because you your self-esteem goes down so you put makeup on and your self-esteem goes up and you started dating and the guy likes you when you wash your face it comes off so you're gonna judge her for that because she's still the beautiful I'm person within person, but if i'm going yeah, to be with like, you like, and possibly have a long-term relationship then i have the right to see what you look like base form right so would you leave her because her face is like that? Because to be honest, it's not, it's not going to stay like that. There's ways to get rid of it. You know what I mean? And it takes time. And her face just needs to heal. And that pigment, it will go away. You know, I know it will go away. I've had that face. That face, I've had that face. And I've had been judged because makeup, I never got the right shade. Because mm-hmm. back then, they didn't even have shades for us. So it was either too light or too dark. And I got ridiculed for that. And I felt so bad. But I sure enough had a boyfriend who saw my skin and he didn't judge me. I mean, we were teens. I was young. I was in my 20s up to my 30s. And so what I'm saying is many you, I'm really not saying judge to judge. Like you that. see what if, you look like without makeup. <laughs> okay. You don't want her to go to bed with makeup, but you got to make her feel comfortable. I think once she feels comfortable, she'll be able to like show her whole self and be authentic. But it's hard. It's hard. I'm just speaking on a, a, a personal level as a woman. 
that I know. But I need to see your base form. With the mm-hmm. makeup. I I get it because even me when I was younger too, I didn't have any boobs. I had like an A cup for the longest time until I had my son. So it was very embarrassing. So I'd wear padded bras or even used to stuff it. And I remember one time a guy was feeling up my boobs and he felt it. He's like, what is that? <laughs> and he pulled oh, it out. I was yeah. so embarrassed. And he and I was like, yo, I can't do that. And I never did it again. But that was like a lesson learned. So sometimes you need an embarrassment to kind of like <laughs> get it together. You know what I mean? But sometimes people, they just want to be, you know, liked or it's just a show. I don't know why a lot of women do it, but I know those were the reasons because of insecurities, having really, really small breasts. <laughs> now I wish I had those breasts, guys. Like, but, um, <laughs> right but um really truly that's just how the human it's it's society it's what you know even in the dating when it comes to social media i know you haven't been on social media for like you you never owned a social media account ever it's just recently and that is due to your advocacy stuff but i really think social media has a lot to a strain on a relationship for instance Right, and it's because of people with relationship anxiety having guys cheat on them, or vice versa. And for instance, you you're on, you you didn't hear from your boyfriend or your girlfriend, and you go on WhatsApp and you see they're online, and you're like, he's online and he didn't call me. And it's like the consist, like you said, you're not consistent with the good morning messages. So some women are, and so you don't message them. And then they see you online. Don't don't you get into arguments with that? Like, have you ever been in arguments where a woman says, you didn't call me? And da da da, da And a whole big thing. And you're like, you just woke up and you're just like, I picked up my phone and checked it. But she doesn't see that. She just sees her anxiety levels going up because she sees you online. That's her problem. What do you That's do in a relationship like that? If I'm sleeping in my work, I'm like, yo, I'm at work. Or I'm sleeping. I have stuff to do. I'm not going to be hovering over my phone constantly it is what it is like i'll say what's up i'm doing abc i'll talk to you later done yeah. like like you're mm-hmm. on the whatsapp like i think even if you're not on on your phone your whatsapp says you're online so you don't necessarily need to be on your phone your phone could be on off and whatsapp will still say you're mm-hmm. online when you're not yeah but some people just feel I mean i've heard people talk about it in relationships and so what i'm saying is sometimes being on social media is not a great thing because it's so much stress um seeing couples all coupled up on there and then your girlfriend's all mad exactly it is a lie like people like Derek jackson Telling them that they're 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 nothing. They've done everything right. It's always the guy's fault. All that nonsense. It's not true. He's pandering to women. I can't. I can't stand that guy. Actually, he's smart. It's a good business. It's a good business. I can't. 
it is a good business move because he's on the opposite end of the Steve Harvey. But I can't deal with Steve Harvey either. Let's just not. Let's not do it's like a corruption. It's like a corruption. Like, I used to be the one that would read, think like a man, act like a lady, or whatever the hell it was. And I was just like, I read it the first time and it made sense. Then I decided to pick it up and read it a second time and it's garbage. <laughs> and I was just like, my mindset has changed. And it's so funny that how social media can really screw up your brain you know what i mean so you just have to be head on and learn the facts and the truth and learn and love yourself that that's what i basically tell women like get out of a relationship take some time for yourself and start learning to love on you as opposed to loving on someone else who may leave you one day loving yourself is so so important because if you're in a bad relationship you're able to leave gracefully and continue loving yourself if you are in a good relationship you can continue to love mm -hmm. him as much as he can love you you know what i mean so it's really really important to just love yourself and get to know yourself and if you've been in a past relationship where it was a bad one take your time to get to understand your take accountability for any wrongs you've done in the relationship as well because it always takes two it's not just that one person you know what i mean like i say in my marriage it wasn't just him and uh, it was me too we just didn't coincide with each other you know what i mean so well, i can't it's called accountability a lot of women don't do it yeah yes accountability no so take accountability for your actions and learn how to cope with any you know traumas that you've had in the past kind of work on those and then you'll probably be better off being by yourself for a while and then once you're better you can get back into relationship and not you know think that that person's going to be like your past okay so those are valuable advice that I'd have for my peeps out there right now but it was great talking to you Anthony Russell Thank you for popping in Get It Go Visions podcast. And for those of you, it's every Friday at 11 p.m. for the new thank podcast. So yep. thanks Likewise, again, Anthony, and we'll talk soon. You're welcome.